0: Hey everyone, welcome to the true strength podcast. My name is Zach and here fellow co-host Daniel and I talk about being productive and taking control of your life. Fundamentally, we believe these are important aspects of true strength.
1: All right, so today we're gonna to be talking about martial arts and the conversation today is gonna to be a bit more geared towards, you know, me talking to you on this Zach, cause um, you at least had some martial arts experience from like growing up and I never was really exposed to that like ever um so this is really going to be kind of informative for me kind of learning about like you know something that's happened in your life uh, but also just learning more about like what kind of impact if any uh learning taekwondo right yeah it has been in like your life or at least in the earlier stages of your life because you
0: did started doing this when you were like fairly young, right? Yeah, right before I turned 5 I started and then I did it for about 10 years and I stopped just before I turned 15. Yeah. Okay. So like why
1: why do it at that age? Cuz like most 5-year-olds don't have the wherewithal to think, "Oh, I'm going to go
0: do this." Right. Um my dad did karate when he was a young adult and I guess through our church we found this nonprofit organization and uh my dad wanted to, the, it to be a family activity. So he and my older sister started at the same time and then my mom waited a couple years to start with me when I was a little bit older because you don't really want to start when you're two. Um, So we started when I was just about five and then my dad and sister were a couple belts above us the whole time but we both made it or both teams I guess you could say all four of us made it to black belt um, in about two and a half years I think which is shorter than most organizations for martial arts but that's how long it took for us and then from there we were the head instructors for, I guess, seven and a half years, and my dad's still doing it, but he's the only one still doing it. Oh, nice! Yeah, that's pretty cool that you just all did it
1: together. And I really like the way you at least have that system of like, okay, part of the family's gonna do this now, the other part's gonna join. That's certainly seems to be a good way to
0: go about it. Like seeing having it like semi-structured in that way, um, and after doing it for that long it kind of became a part of my life where you wake up, eat, right, do school, and Taekwondo. That was just my mindset. It it was like, it was hard for, or it seemed strange when I quit Taekwondo because it, it was a part of my life for just so long, you yeah. know? So almost like, yeah, yeah. So like, like a part of your life was like no longer, no longer there, was it like a void-like feeling? At first, towards the end, it felt like a chore going to it every week because I wasn't really learning much anymore. I was doing it for other people, which I enjoyed doing for other people. But school was picking up. I had to focus on that more. And it, like I said, just kind of became a chore.
1: I know you and I were talking about this earlier. And you were saying like a lot of your friends had also like, or people you knew were also in Taekwondo. And like, had that sort of phased out towards the end? Like what impacted friends in your your martial arts community, your Taekwondo community,
0: like kind of play into that? Yeah, it just so happened that some families from my charter school or our charter school um, also did Taekwondo with us. So I had some friends uh, kind of in my class. I think there were a couple belts below. Don't quite remember. But um, being a kid at that age, it kind of takes away from the discipline aspect of it because you want to goof off with your friends when you're seven or eight. Um, But it also, I guess, helped in a way because it taught me to steer away from that when it's time to learn. So you got to know the difference between, you know, pro- productivity and playtime.
1: Yeah. So there's at least it sounds like some level of discipline that was being taught and learned outside of, of home, which I think is really good because all the times like I would go through classes and, you know, I'd have like different friends in class. It would be like,
0: wow, we don't get anything done, like, ever. Yeah. Um, when you're that age of seven, six, it's really hard to learn discipline. So I think if I did martial arts at an older age, I would have gotten more discipline out of it. But doing it at a younger age allowed me to learn about discipline. Maybe not the skill itself, but know kind of what discipline means. And being where I'm at now... I really do appreciate learning that experience.
1: Yeah. And I think there's a certain attention span that goes with age. I think the general rule of thumb and not saying there's like a hard science backing it up, but if you take like the number of years that someone's alive and then you compare it and you take that number and comp- have that equal to minutes, that's probably how long they'll be able to pay attention for. Cause like when you get to like, say, middle school or high school, of course, you're going to have to, like, be sitting in a classroom for, like, a really long period of time. Uh, Whether or not you'll be effective at retaining the information is
0: a a totally different story. Right. Uh, And what's the difference between this and school, though, is school is a lot of memorization and practicing, you know, mental skills. But martial arts is a lot of muscle memory. It's pretty much all muscle memory. You're taught how to do something the right way, and then you're taught to never stray from doing it that way so your mind builds up the correct way to punch or kick so it's not really memorization anymore the only things you have to memorize are like the forms and defenses but when you learn the moves you know how to do them well yeah that makes sense um and
1: would you say that because you know we were talking about classroom and like sort of gym environments would you say that the overall application of Taekwondo was ever ever something you were able to do like in the real world? Like, because I know we talked about discipline, and I, I know we talked about friends and so forth. But was there any
0: other real world applications? Um, yeah, it built self confidence when because I was kind of a smaller kid. Um, but knowing that I wasn't, you know, built full of muscle, but I was still able to defend myself if I needed to really helped me break out of my shell i guess a little bit um but i never went around telling everyone hey guys i do Taekwondo. no don't mess with me you know so that's part of discipline that you learn during martial arts
1: yeah and that's the uh easiest way to get ganged up on or become a uh target show something go awry is say yeah. hey guys look at me look how great i am at this because then everyone will say yeah prove it you know and <laughs> or if someone actually wants to cause real harm, they'll realize that you're a possibility for stopping them. And then they'll take you out first with their element of surprise, because that's how predators work. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think we should probably move on to what people should do if they ever want to get into martial arts. Um, and you know, I know you and I obviously aren't experts on that, but you know, we did some research and we kind of like found different people who um, have been fighting for a long time, uh, professionally or instructionally. And um, we've kind of found like four different martial arts that are really good to learn early on. Um, but just the overall theme that we found, even before we tried narrowing that list down from like you know, the list and lists and lists of martial arts, uh, was that anything or any type of martial art is better than no martial art at all.
0: Exactly. You learn body control and awareness, which is awesome, but you also learn... Situational awareness. Yeah. yeah. Um, you just, over time, gain uh, an understanding of how to know what's going on around you, even if you're not actively looking for you know everything around you. I think if we could
1: maybe simplify it down a little bit. If you have something to work with, you can at least do something with that something. If you don't have anything to work with, you've quite literally have nothing to try and help yourself because you have no knowledge you're you're if you have even the most basic level of knowledge about something, your capability to do something with that knowledge is quite literally infinitely better than if you had no knowledge at all.
0: Yeah, learning a skill will also help you learn how to learn that skill better. Knowing how to do a skill is one thing, but knowing how to learn a skill well and effectively and efficiently is an entirely different thing. That's an amazing skill to have. So yeah, ultimately, if
1: you can like get out and do some martial arts, if with friends, if there's a place that's close by that, just get out and and do something if you wanna learn it. And if you've got some other factor that's gonna make it, you know, more make it much more likely that you'll stay in for the long run then yeah go ahead do it (laughs) uh but we found our four that we thought were really good uh or that we found that other people who uh, spent their lifetime doing this uh were really good Uh, and those four are jujitsu boxing muay thai and wrestling and we kind of put them in that order because it has a sort of nice progression to it and we'll We'll get to that in a bit of a second, but uh, jiu-jitsu is grappling martial art. It's not so much of a striking martial art. So at first, an immediate baseline of what you're going to be able to do is get out of someone's grip if they get you down. And then from there, you can decide to run. Or do whatever you like from there. But it's it's mostly focused on those type of things.
0: Yeah, and ideally, you want to you know avoid getting in someone else's grip in the first place. So especially if you're younger, you're easier to grab and control. As a kid, you know, if some large man is overpowering you, there's really nothing you can do. Except use your voice. Um, I learned that as a kid, your voice is your greatest weapon. The louder you scream, the more attention you bring. The less likely someone is to harm you or... You know try to steal anything yeah it's just also like uncomfortable
1: for some people to be around so mm-hmm. yeah and i really like the idea of doing jujitsu at a younger age because it makes it so you have a kid who at least knows how to protect themselves but you don't have a kid going around on the playground punching people in the face exactly and that's it's yeah I, i made i didn't know any martial arts but i still punched a kid in the face anyway and you know mom and dad didn't really like that so
0: yeah yeah um in every defense that i learned in taekwondo you if someone's grabbing you you get out of it in a specific way and then you put your arms up in a defensive position and then you yell get back um when i was a kid i was also taught to yell get back you're not my dad or you're not my mom and jiu-jitsu is really good at getting
1: you out of those positions and then you can run because like if you can run then well you can avoid the fight in the first place mm-hmm. um jiu-jitsu is a lot more technical though and it takes a lot longer to rank up in the belt system
0: yeah so this would be a really good martial art to learn if you're devoted into learning a new hobby and really want to learn body control and situational awareness yeah if you're in for the
1: long long haul yeah for sure um but just even at the basic level, it's it's helpful. Uh, but we also have boxing. You
0: want to talk about that? Yeah, We're boxing. A whole lot to talk about, but right, it's more basic striking, and honestly, that's pretty much it. That and maintaining distance. You want to lean into your opponent when you're ready to strike, and then keep as much distance as possible when you're not ready to strike. Uh, you want to be ready to dodge. It's more bobbing and weaving than it is actually physically blocking. Um, and there's also different types of boxing, like there's regular, there's kickboxing, etc. Um, But in general, I think we're talking about just general boxing, hand strikes. Yeah. And, you know, there's other
1: blocking in there, but most of the time you're not using all your different body parts. Like you would be in Muay Thai, um, which is a bit more of clinches, a bit more, uh, you know, close quarter mitigating strikes, melee weapons, using takedowns, um, and then, you know, using a lot more of the entire body than just boxing, you're blocking with different different body parts, and you involve the legs and the entire lower body as part of your offense and your defense. Uh, and then our last one is wrestling, which I think the best way to sum that up is just taking people down and being comfortable with ground fighting and holding people to the ground.
0: Yeah, wrestling is great if you're against an opponent, like in real-life situation, if they have a knife or something and you want to apprehend them without... You know, hurting them or getting anyone else in danger, pinning them down with wrestling is a really good way to do that. Um, Getting the weapon out of their hands, or even if it is just their fists. um, Usually, if someone's attacking you with malicious intent, they'll have a weapon, though. Yeah. Um, So, you want to get the weapon out of the way and then just honestly pin their hands behind their back, keep them on the floor, do whatever you need to until proper authorities come and take care of the situation. Yeah, you got something to work with. Yeah.
1: I really like doing this in this order because i think it at least uh, sets up a nice progression by which you can start actively doing things because you have jujitsu which is if you start doing that first your first instinct is danger run away great boxing you know more basic fighting we're introducing there's more things being introduced into the whole striking aspect and then Muay Thai, you're getting further along that road, and by the time you get to wrestling, um, it's more of that. Okay, I'm going to take the actual person down now. So I, I really like that progression, uh, yeah. that that goes on in there. And you know we were talking about earlier how long it takes to become like a master of each one of these individual things. Because, um, but I don't think you have to be a master in order to learn all these different things, because they all have their own. They each are different enough that if you have a little bit of knowledge in you know some of them and maybe a little bit more knowledge in one uh, you still are be quite capable of, of doing a lot of good things with that
0: yeah so the takeaway from this episode we're definitely not experts but we highly highly recommend that you at least look into some sort of martial arts and learn some sort of body control and you know discipline and that way you can help other people if they're in danger. You can be that citizen or bystander that intervenes if you need to.
1: Yeah, if this
0: is something you're interested in,
1: hopefully you've at least got something to maybe kickstart what you're going to be looking at for what's
0: around you and places to learn and stuff. Our Bible verse for today is 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. For the spirit God gave us is not timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline.
1: Thanks for listening to this episode of the True Strength Podcast. If you enjoyed today's conversation, consider following us on Instagram at the True Strength Podcast so you don't miss future episodes. Until next time, goodbye and God bless.